strong toxic brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for September 5th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Liana. How are you doing, Liana? I, I am good, uh, and I am also here. <laughs> I may not be happy to be here. I mean, I'm happy to talk to you, Taryn, always, uh, but there is a lot going on. And so hopefully we can break all of this down and get everyone up to speed on what's been happening with the feeds. Yes, we are here to uh, talk about everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. It was day 31 in the house and it was a doozy. Um, A a lot happened yesterday. I I think they played uh, about, you know, two two weeks worth of game Um, and had about uh, two months worth of worth of drama. Um, So. This this update, um, it, it's honestly, I was just telling Liana this, like it's a little too much uh, happened in the day, I think, to do the sort of what you're used to of like detailed conversation breakdown, reenactment, fun analysis. Um, I think that really we need to get down to, to the brass tacks in Big Brother 17 um, and uh, and really just kind of summarize uh, what happened so that you're up to speed on uh, on everything. So. We're going to do our best. We're going to try and uh, help you help you through these uh, these, you know, rough waters. Yes, that's exactly what it is. We will hopefully be the the guiding beacon, the lighthouse. But it's it going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, OK, so the first thing for you to know is that at the start of the day, the feeds were down for a good portion of time, like four hours or so, um, because they were playing in the the, the basement competition. Um, what this was is that it was the the dark room thing. Uh, they've done this before. They go into the like the big box uh, and they like have to search around for things. Uh, they did that, but in a basement um, and uh, and they were searching for, I guess, powers um they all were searching and uh there were three powers to find um and so i think that you just if you found a power then great you you now have a power but nobody knows about it you get to keep it a secret so three people have secretly found powers in the game um we know of two of them for sure uh one of them went to danny who uh, cried about it because it was a terrible power. Um, she told Nicole and later Cody about this power. Uh, it allows her to allow an outgoing HOH to compete again in the following HOH. So an HOH can win HOH twice in a row with this power if they win twice in a row. They have the ability to win twice in a row. 
Right. This was the first one that we heard about. And no wonder Danny was crying because it is kind of garbage. And I think it's only good for three weeks or something like that. So if she were to win HOH, then she could play again. But, you know, does she want Christmas to play in the HOH again? Right. Like, it's just kind of a crappy power. So uh, I do kind of feel bad (laughs) about that. Like, that's pretty garbage. It's one of those powers that, like, it. It, it it tends to benefit big alliances more so than uh, than the underdog, which, you know, is kind of mostly par for the course when it comes to Big Brother. Uh, so not super surprising. It just kind of gives them an opportunity to maintain their numbers over the uh, the outsiders. But uh, but Danny's not as supported by big alliances anymore. So it's not really going to go to use much. <laughs> um, so. The other power that we know about is that Christmas also found a power. She told Tyler about it. Um, and this power is called the blocker. Um, and she is allowed to block a replacement nominee at a veto ceremony ahead of time. Uh, as long as it's her <laughs> or if she has the veto, she can block someone else. So basically if Somebody uses the veto in a in a veto ceremony and the HOH is about to name a replacement. They try to name her as a replacement. She can go, no, I block you. I'm safe. Um, or if she has the veto and she uses it and they try to put somebody up that she doesn't want them to put up, she can go, no, I block it. Um, those are the two situations where it makes sense. And I believe she has to choose whether or not she's going to use it before the ceremony happens. So she needs to know ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So we found out about Danny's power first. Then we find out about Christmas's power. And it was like, ah, okay. so this is the level at which these powers uh, will be influencing the game. You know, we're not seeing something like a coup d'etat, although obviously we don't know what the last one is. uh, Although, you know, I have my personal suspicions of who I think has it, Uh, (laughs) but we don't know exactly what the power is. But it does seem like they're on this level, unless this last third one is something that is, you know, much more valuable. Mm. Uh, yes. So there have been speculations. We there was nobody else said that they had a power. Um, a lot of people were speculating that maybe Devon had one because she was asking if she was going to go up on the block. However, uh, spoilers for later in the update, but Devon ended up on the block. So probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people in the house were speculating that perhaps Kevin has one just based on how he's acting. Um, I don't know if that's super supported uh, by my own observations, but no, I think so. I, I mean, I, I would have expected Kevin would have told Devon and he spent a lot of time talking to her yesterday. And so I do imagine that that would have come on the block is, or um, up because I do believe that Kevin was trying to strategize. And if he had a power, I mean, unless it's something that there was no way it would have benefited th- them this week. But even then, I still think he would have brought it up. So I really don't think it's Kevin. Mm. Danny seems pretty convinced that it's Enzo, um, that she really feels like Enzo has it, which I think is possible. Um, mm-hmm. Although I do feel like I do feel like Enzo is the kind of guy that would have told Cody and Tyler because they're like his bros. But 
Well, and it was it was interesting, too, because part of Danny's speculation came from the fact that Enzo was listing potential powers that it could they, they could have. And he listed her power. Yes. As one of the options. But if he had a different power, why would he know that one? You exactly. know, unless like the DR slipped up or something and said something. So it doesn't quite make sense that it would be Enzo. And I also agree with that. I do think that he would be he would tell someone uh, and probably one of the bros. Yeah. I mean, he's been he's been, you know, rogue voting. Uh, and not telling anyone, mm-hmm. but uh, but that's a little different than uh, than the power, especially because like him and Tyler like made such a big point of like if I get a pow- if we get powers, we're tell we'll tell each other. Um, so obviously another you know possibility is Tyler. Um, th- he, this is what happened last time. He had a power and he told nobody about it. Uh, I do feel like it's not quite the same thing as last uh, the last time this happened with Tyler though because again he made such a point to talk to Enzo multiple times last week like hey if I get a power I'm telling you guys um, and he hasn't uh, also Christmas opened up to him about her power and he did not reciprocate so he's kind of like uh, putting himself in a little bit of a weird spot with two different groups of people um, if he ends up using a power um, now uh, you know again you can say that Tyler didn't tell Casey or Angela or whatever but they never had a power app like they never confided in him about a power app Sam did but Sam was not really on the same level of like uh, alliance members they were um, so I feel like there's maybe a little bit of reason to believe that Tyler may not have it either unless it's something as specific and selfish as uh, sort of what he had in his first season. Yeah. So um, I think it's a possibility, but I don't think it's maybe quite as strong as some people think in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, it's true that he didn't talk about the cloud power app, but he's playing this season at least a little bit differently when it comes to his closest allies. Although I will say with a lot of the tension that has been going on in the house, I could also understand why he would want to keep something under wraps. So he's, he's not out of my suspicions yet. Yes. Uh, then we've got like, uh, you know, Memphis, Ian, um, other people that might not say anything uh, about it. Um, I think honestly, even uh, I was thinking like Cody's somebody that might not have told, but I, I feel like he probably would have at this point. Uh, so especially when, when Danny is uh, telling him about the power, um, if he, like if he doesn't tell her about his power, not that he would want to. But at the same time, like that's going to be the nail in the coffin if uh, if she finds out. Right. So I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely uh, it's up in the air. Uh, we don't know who has it. Liana, who's who's your guess? So my my gut guess was, of course, Tyler, because of the fact that he had hidden the cloud power previously. But then I got to thinking of who who would who does not have an ally that they would tell. Right. And then trying to go based on that, because I don't know, does Memphis have an ally that he would tell? But also Memphis's back is like completely put him out of commission. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ian would have maybe said something even just to the cameras. So I couldn't really come up with a, a viable other option right now. My money is on Tyler, but I don't feel strong about that bet. Mm, M. Riley in the chat says uh, Enzo has a power and his power is to know everyone else's powers. <laughs> it's actually Possible. not a bad power. <laughs> Hey, look, we you talk about information in Big Brother. That's what's so important. Flow of information. Yeah. We call this one the water faucet. <laughs> 
Um, so uh, something that we learned uh, yesterday is that Ian actually, uh, according to Nicole, tried to self-evict uh, the night before. Um, uh, we talked about how he was very upset about accidentally calling Bay day um i i can i can imagine that he's also upset about the fact that like uh his you know master plan kind of blew up in his face uh and he tried to leave the game uh the night before uh and obviously they they talked him into staying Mm -hmm. yeah i i do i feel really bad for ian i mean even after i think it was after nominations when feeds came back he was like can we just all go home now like this season ain't it so clearly he's still feeling uh, a lot of types of ways about the season i think as we all are um so i think we're out of the woods for now but that was a little jarring to actually hear that he truly tried to to leave the game multiple times Mm-hmm. Um, so when the feeds came back from the basement competition, uh, we found out that there was another blow up that happened between Bailey and Danny. Uh, and uh, the whole house was still reeling from this. Bailey was very upset. She was crying to Devon about uh, how people find her scary and that that's not fair. Um, and uh, it was it was very sad. Uh, she was like like full on sobbing. Um, and the rest of the house was, it was kind of talking about like, uh, like, Oh my God, uh, this is, this is a lot. This is a lot. Um, and uh, that this, this drama has, has really reached its peak. Um, and it's, it's going to stir up a lot of things for the rest of the day, mostly because Bailey said to Danny, there were three people that confirmed to me that you were coming after me. Um, and, uh, and Danny immediately knew to start questioning Tyler in particular that, uh, because, uh, I, I, I literally said this yesterday, the person that you're just starting to trust is the person that you will not trust the most. <laughs> and she immediately went to that Tyler. <laughs> It's so funny to watch the evolution from her tweeting about him on his season to then being like, oh, I really like Tyler (laughs) to now being in this situation where she has or like she's done with him as far as I can tell based on some of the conversations throughout the day. It could just be Danny being Danny, but she is not happy with Tyler. Yes. Uh, so uh, she she questioned Enzo first and Enzo was like, I don't know, yo, that they, they, they just approached us with a thing. And and I, I just said, like, you got to talk to Danny, yo. That's it. That's it. Uh, and that's that's all he that's all he had. Yeah. So that's the way that Enzo tries to cover this. And he goes to Cody and Tyler later about it to be like, guys, this is what I told her. Okay. Right. Like they came to Bay and day came to us. And then I just tried to push it off, blah, blah, blah. Um, But of course, Danny is suspicious. I mean, she's suspicious of Enzo. I think she trusts Enzo um, though in this, because she's putting it all on Tyler because, Oh, well, why wouldn't Tyler come to me and tell me that? Why wouldn't Cody come to me uh, and tell me that? Although I think at the end of the day, she still puts it all on Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, so Christmas, uh, talks, uh, to, uh, to, to, uh, Tyler to tell him about the power. Um, and they are, you know, talking about like, uh, the best ways to use it and how to move forward with the week. Um, and in the meantime, Danny is talking to Devon and Nicole is there. Uh, and Danny had said to Nicole before this conversation, I'm ready to just Chuck Tyler 
right under the bus. Um, And that's what they do. They start comparing notes. Danny says, well, Tyler came to me to say that you guys were coming after me. And uh, Day's like, well, he was my source. He told me that you were after me. And Danny's like, that's a lie. And, you know, you guys know how these conversations go. (laughs) It's it's big, big comparing notes energy, big, uh, big scapegoat. Let's blame everything on the scapegoat energy. Yep. And Danny even says to Nicole before they have this conversation with Day, I'm just going to lie. Whatever it is, I'm going to deny, 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 deny. You can deny, too. But Nicole, you know, is just sitting there awkwardly the whole time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She's like, doesn't necessarily want to uh, implicate herself in some of this, I think. And so she's just staying silent. Uh, But this is very much put everything on Tyler, everything on Tyler. Devon says, you know, I'm not going to I didn't have three sources. I only had one. But that one was Tyler. Yes. So uh, I, I tweeted this. This is this is if you're trying to understand this right uh it is a little bit like the nicole anthony situation last season not the bullying stuff although we'll see um but uh the uh, in terms of the game in terms of the game where um nicole anthony was trying to play you know jackson and holly and them off of nicole and bella sorry nick and bella <laughs> and <laughs> um and and she was giving real information but she was trying to use it to turn them against each other and then when it got outed they tried to blame it all on nicole say that she was lying and that she was the reason they didn't trust each other um and instead of so so it like it, it just went a too far in the other direction um so like everybody's a little at fault and everybody's a little little bit truthful but mostly nicole is truthful tyler's in the same spot where he was giving real information to bailey and davon he was giving real information to uh he hasn't really actually really giving that much real information to danny he was just kind of placating danny um but uh, but because he was placating Danny, it gave her enough ammunition to use to make it seem like he, he was giving real information to her, which made Devon feel like, ah, well, he gave information to me, which was real. But they're both trying to pretend like the information was not real and that Tyler was the only reason they were coming after each other when in reality they were actually going after each other anyway. Right. And I, I have to remind myself also that. Danny was the one in Christmas's ear talking about Bay and Day needing to go up on the block. So even though it may seem at this moment that Tyler is the one who's most in Christmas's ear, because I do believe she is, the nominations of Bay and Day really originated from Nicole and Danny. (laughs) Uh, and mm-hmm. so that's that's actually where it came from. Yes, of course, Tyler is okay with that, um, because of his, you know, his own feelings, but like. Tyler wasn't wrong, <laughs> you know, like the information, it's not like it was a lie. So when they're comparing notes, of course, they want to put everything on Tyler. But Tyler was the one who was hearing those things from Danny and just funneling them over. Yes. Um, and so uh, it, it, it's it's important to note that Tyler was trying to play them off of each other to a degree, but only because he didn't start that. He only encouraged it. Danny was mm-hmm. already after Bay and Day. 
he was like, yeah, go after them. Uh, Bay and Day were already skeptical of Danny, and he was like, well, she's coming after you, so watch out. Um, and uh, Christmas had, as you mentioned, already been turned on Bay and Day from uh, Nicole mostly, but also Danny for sure. Um, and uh, and Christmas is is the one that would have targeted Bay and Day if if Tyler wasn't here, she would still be going after Bay and Day. Uh, in fact, I. I am of the opinion that if Christmas had said, I want to do Danny, Tyler probably would have been like, okay, so how do we make that happen? Mm -hmm. Um, I think he was just okay with either direction personally. Um, so, uh, so that's like, Tyler's not innocent, um, but he's also not nearly as guilty as he's being made out, made out to be. And Danny, in fact, even is later going to feel a little bit guilty about how much she's putting on his back. Um, so, well, yeah. And especially with all the personal stuff, because Danny has a conversation later with Bailey about mm -hmm. this, where Bailey brings up a lot of the personal things that I'm not, I can't remember if Danny knew about that, uh, the details of Tyler and Bailey's relationship, but this clearly is eating away at Danny because I mean, rightfully so, I think, uh, because she is just completely pushing it all off of herself. It's all on Tyler without knowing the inner workings of Bailey and Tyler's relationship. Yes. So so that's basically after the conversation that Danny has with Day. Day goes to Bay and lets her know, yeah, Tyler snaked us. Um, and you know, like, uh, they, they, it's, they already start going into like, oh, this is personal. Um, then Bailey has a conversation with Danny. Um, and Danny is, Danny's in game mode. She's trying to convince Bailey that this is all Tyler's fault because she doesn't want to take any blame. She knows that she's actually responsible. Um, and so she's trying to pull anything she can and lie in any way that she can about Tyler being anti Bailey. Um, and so she's pulling things that aren't necessarily true about things that like, Tyler has said to her. In fact, some of the things she said to Tyler um, and uh, and not the other way around. But she's saying that like, oh, Tyler was saying these things about you. He said that you you, like, you blow up easy um, and that like uh, it's going to happen again from Big Brother 20. Um, and, you know, coming from Tyler, that's I mean, coming from Danny, that's that pisses Bailey off. It's no, it's no good coming from Tyler. It's it's very personal because they've had this relationship. He was there. Uh, it's very tied into the the trauma that she experienced in Big Brother 20, um, the, their shaky relationship afterward uh, and uh, and the, you know, attempt at reconciliation this season. And so uh, Bailey thinking that Tyler is like now like you know, gunning, gunning hard for her in a personal sense. And that this is entirely that basically Bailey is like, okay, this entire season, he's been setting me up, lying to me, playing me for a fool just so that he can get revenge and send me out because of personal reasons. Um, and so she goes full blast on Tyler uh, in a very, very personal way. Um, to the point where Danny is now like, what have I done? Uh, and Danny's going to cry to uh, to Nicole afterward. Like, uh, like I, I did uh, too much. I think that this has been taken to a whole other level. Yeah, the the personal stuff. And, and this is where, you know, the per, all of the personal stuff and the personal trauma coming back out. Bailey brings up her miscarriage directly to Danny saying, like, this is the trauma I went through. This is what Tyler 
caused me to feel and to have, I mean, obviously she, you know, she didn't say like cause a miscarriage, but like she was going through all of that and re bringing up all of that trauma. And I don't know if this is when Danny was hearing about a lot of these details for the very first time, but that's what causes her to Danny to later break down to Nicole being like, Oh, S like, uh, this is not, that was not my intent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it's, it's, it's getting, it's getting very, very dicey here. Um, and, uh, very, very personal with the Tyler and, uh, and based stuff. She says some very, very bad things about, about him, uh, that I think are uncalled for. Um, she's also going through a lot, uh, in the house that I think that there's still a, a, an amount of empathy that we can have for her. It's a very complicated and, uh, uh, just like very not good situation um that uh, that hopefully you know may maybe someday they'll be able to uh resolve outside the house but uh inside the house this is not a relationship i expect to be salvaged no i i don't think so i i think because regardless of what the actual truth is, the fact that Bailey felt so burned by Tyler the first time and then to completely reopen that wound, whether or not it's real or not, that trauma is so much. And to also deal with being up on the block and feeling betrayed by Christmas and all of these other things that Bailey is feeling. I think that this is just, Ooh, it's, it is uncomfortable to say the Mm -hmm. least. Um, so, uh, so that's, that's going on in that direction in the, in the Danny day conversation, uh, day brings up the possibility of, okay, what if we all approach Christmas and try to get Tyler backdoored? Um, and, uh, and, and this becomes the plan. Let's try and get Tyler backdoored by Christmas, uh, who is at that moment telling Tyler and only Tyler about her power. Um, This is not going to go well. Yeah, the fees are simultaneously on these two conversations. And, uh, you know, look, I like it when things are dynamic within the Big Brother house. I like it when power structures change and people are having to to rebuild and adjust. And so, of course, I got excited about the Danny Day conversation because, oh, my gosh, something exciting could happen. And then I was brought back to reality (laughs) by remembering the fact that Tyler and Christmas are by far the closest. And I'm sure ultimately Tyler, you know, will be able to recover from this because this is something that will be very short-lived and as soon as Christmas finds out which does not take very long thanks Nicole uh, about the whole situation then I think that damage control will be in full force Yes. Uh, so that's that's one that's one thing to pay attention to when it comes to this backdoor Tyler plan is that uh, Tyler is obviously very close to Christmas um, that Tyler basically has, uh, you know, Christmas is embedded with Nicole and Danny for this very purpose that uh, she's keeping an eye on them. She's keeping them contained. Right. Um, so this she's not going to backdoor Tyler. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. 
Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. State Farm agents are always ready to help you personalize your insurance plan so you can create a policy that fits your needs. You can manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. And you can always call one of the State Farm agents in neighborhoods across the country. Get a great rate without sacrificing great service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Another thing to pay attention to in this conversation is that, again, Nicole is a part of it. And Nicole already knew some of this stuff. Uh, Cody already told Nicole, if you remember, that uh, that Danny is a loose cannon, that she can't be trusted and that she tried to get in between him and her and him and Nicole and that uh, that Tyler is is done with it and that he's trying to get her out. Nicole already knew all of those things and. She's acting like she's finding out for the first time um, to the point where, like, I was trying to remind me, like, guys, remember, Nicole knows this because she did a pretty good job of acting. Well, and Danny is just completely 100 percent open with Nicole, like telling her everything. Meanwhile, Nicole already has these other thoughts in her head um, like this isn't going to fly. <laughs> Yes. So Nicole is not actually sitting in the same, uh, you know, train car as uh, as Danny, but she's pretending like she is. Uh, And so that's that's another thing that's going to derail some of this, which is what happens. Nicole immediately uh, she literally leaves the conversation and Danny and Day are still talking about Tyler and trying to get him back door. And Nicole leaves the conversation, ro- goes around to the HOH room, and uh, again at the same time starts talking to Christmas and says, "Don't don't tell anybody that I'm telling you this, but Danny and Day are going to approach you and they're going to want you to backdoor Tyler." It was honestly amazing the speed at which she did this seconds i'm telling you someone get a stopwatch and go clock that because (laughs) she's just immediately in there and of course you know she's like oh uh christmas is like well she starts a conversation with well danny and and bay are both saying that someone is trying to pit you know them against each other but they won't reveal their source and nicole goes oh i know (laughs) oh but i can't tell anybody Okay, but you don't tell anybody. And then immediately says that Tyler was the one who is, or at least they're both saying that Tyler was the one who is pitting them against each other. So it immediately comes to light for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... uh, So that's... Nicole is warning uh, Christmas. She does say, you know, she does say like, I mean, he threw Danny under the bus. He he didn't throw us under the bus. Um, Mm But... I do think that Nicole likes the idea in general. She does want to work with Day. Uh, she does. Uh, she does talk to Christmas. I mean, we could get the women together. Uh, these guys are playing us off of each other. Like, let we could make something happen. Like, she is doing the light touch here, which is she doesn't even realize how important it is that she's doing the light touch here um, because uh, Christmas is going to rat them out. And the bulk of this is going to fall on Danny because of how light Nicole is on it, even though she was pushing for the women to come together and take out Tyler um, because it's no skin off Nicole's back. If Dan- if Christmas backdoors Tyler, uh, that's great for Nicole. Then she can keep the women on one side. She can keep Cody on the other side um, and be great. Uh, the problem is that Christmas is not, biting at all and so she's got to back off 
Mm-hmm. This is Nicole playing Jenga. She is like touching the little, you know, pieces of wood. She's pushing, but she's so gentle about the whole thing. She realizes there is an incredible amount of resistance here. There is no way this is ever going to happen. And so Nicole immediately knows to back off. I mean, I think she plays this really well with her interactions with Christmas is like, there's no way this (laughs) this is ever going to happen. It's not worth me knocking over the whole Jenga tower. Yes. So, uh, so, so Christmas said Christmas's line is like, okay, like, I don't know what Tyler did or anything like that. I do know that Bailey said to me that she wanted to nominate Danny and Tyler and backdoor Cody. That's what I know that that was Kaser's plan. And, and Bailey said to me that she wanted to do that plan. Uh, so I don't maybe Tyler is involved in some way. I don't know. But I know that this is what Bailey was intending to do anyway. Um, and I know that my I my, my idea is set for what I want to do this week. And I just feel like the alliance, a.k.a. the committee needs to stick together. We've got half the house in numbers right now. Six out of 12. After this week, we will have a majority. Let's not be stupid. Let's stick to our numbers and uh, and ride this out. Um, now, again, remember in this conversation that Christmas doesn't care about the committee at all. She talked with Tyler just a cup just the day before about taking a shot at Danny and taking out and breaking up the committee. They just decided against it in that moment. Uh, Christmas is successfully playing the role of I am just fully a loyal soldier to the committee, which I care about so much. And it works. Um, both Nicole and later Danny, who is going to have a similar conversation with her, are fully like uh, she's just too loyal to the committee. But that's OK. We'll, we'll just deal with that for now. Hmm. Yep. Uh, I mean, Christmas, I think even says, oh, well, we'll go down to final six, maybe final seven with the <laughs> committee. She is laying it on so thick, like get out that knife and that peanut butter and just slather it on because she is just selling this so hard. Hmm. Uh, so uh, so that's what she's selling. Danny does come in. Danny essentially does the same thing like oh tyler did this uh christmas gives her the same story then danny and nicole talk afterward and uh and danny's like you know i'm really starting to trust christmas more and I'm like, why she just <laughs> defended tyler to you for 10 minutes red flag red flag red flag why is this not standing out to you this is where the light touch that nicole had danny just doesn't have and doesn't realize the resistance that's there so uh so the plan for Danny now is try to take a shot at Tyler soon um but in the meantime take out Bailey try to reel in day, uh, day um and then work closely with Nicole and Christmas her two women in the house Nicole and Christmas that's that's the team that Danny chose she took out Janelle she took out Kaser she's taking out one of day and bay and she's choosing her team Nicole and Christmas Christmas who's in the pocket of Tyler Nicole who's about to go rat her out to Cody <laughs> choices uh this is not good for her uh, this is like continuously being like, oh, this this person wants to work with me. No, 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 thank you. I would rather take this other less appealing group, at least for her own personal game. It's just her days are numbered in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
That's that's going on over there. Christmas has not had a chance to talk to Tyler about this yet. I do assume that she will. Uh, Tyler was not really in any conversation throughout the day, except for one. He was talking to Cody shortly after the um, the basement competition came back. Um, and and he was talking about like uh, being not pleased with Bailey's behavior. Um, and they collectively talked about how uh, they they don't like what she's making this out to be. Uh, uh, there's just uh, Liana. There's Kaser's gone and there's there's nothing left. There's no light left in this house. There really isn't. It's it's unpleasant. Uh really. I I mean it's just there's so many it's it's not fun. Big Brother is supposed to be fun. And there are so many it's it's so much personal. There are a lot of microaggressions. There's a few macroaggressions. Um, and I think just the concoction of all of it is what causes Ian to be like, can we go home now? This mm-hmm. ain't it. Yes. Um, and speaking, speaking of that, uh, we do have um, that uh, Christmas kind of kind of goes back and forth uh on this a little bit she was like uh hey i really want to let bailey know that i'm here for her as a person if this is personal and kevin's like nah it's just game don't worry about it she's like okay um but uh but christmas is i think uh, a great example today this day that we're talking about of the kind of things that bailey is having to uh to uh to endure uh and um, that's like she, when she's talking about putting Bailey and Devon up on the block, she's like, uh, I'm going to get I'm going to get shot. Uh, she, she's going to she's going to come come at me. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get a fork in my face. Yeah, I didn't get that one. That was a new one, but incredibly violent. <laughs> so, I kept, I kept feel like she's going to get forked. I was like, what do you what does that mean? <laughs> is that term should I, should I urban dictionary that yeah. no 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 probably not um but the, but this is this is again like it's there's there's no like this this all over all over like i don't like what bailey is saying about tyler i don't like what tyler's saying about bailey i don't like what christmas is putting on bailey i understand where bailey's coming from uh i like there's so much uh so many layers to this so much complexity here they're all i think in the wrong uh and uh you know it's uh to different degrees and um it's uh it's it's a very messy house right now that's that's what makes this so complicated i was having this conversation with puya last night where i was like the whole the whole thing with microaggressions and all of these little underlying issues is that they are underlying issues they are not as macro as someone just being like f all of these types of people right and so it is much more subtle and then when you have so many playing off of one another like yes like bailey does 
get emotional about things. Yes, she is working with Devon. Does that mean that she should be treated in certain ways by these other house guests? No. Like, should some of these comments be said? Probably not. But is there underlying reason why she may like why Christmas may think that that Bailey would be upset? Like, yes. So it's it's not concrete. It's not clear. It's hard for us to have these conversations on morning updates like this, where we're just trying to update you on the facts of what is happening, where there are decades and decades and decades of underlying issues that are coming to light in the house with the way that house guests are treating one another, with the way that they're speaking about one another. So look, I understand that there is a lot of emotion with what's going on with the house right now. Uh, Believe me, I feel it. We can't get into it all today. Okay, we just can't. And so we're going to do our best to talk about everything that's going on. But just understand that there are larger conversations that will need to happen after the season and during the season. Right now, unfortunately, we can't talk about it all. Well said. Well said. (sighs) Sorry. I was just like, it's all been building up. And like, I did the B&B and like, I'm talking about Cody Calafiore's like acting resume. And I'm like, but should I be taking this all so much more seriously? Anyway, whatever. Y'all get it. Yes. We're going to get through this. We we do. We honestly, we we do our best and we try our best and we will continue. uh, And and these things will absolutely be talked about. Um, But. Uh, we, we've got to, we've got to get you through the day here. Uh, so, right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, uh, Kevin Kevin is uh is still walking around supposedly like he has a power. Um he talks to Davon. Uh he's trying to get back on the same page as uh Bailey. Um but it's still just not not working not working uh, very well. Um he definitely wants Davon to stay. Um he uh, Bailey is feeling uh defeated. Um and that's because uh the thing that I just skipped over is that Bailey and Devon go up on the block together. Um, oh, right. Yes. <laughs> like, that, that does happen. That also happens today. Um, and uh, uh, Bailey is feeling very defeated. Um, and she uh, she goes up and talks to Christmas afterward. And she's like, um, like, uh, hey, you know, Christmas is crying. She feels guilty. Um, so Chris, Christmas is is the victim in this situation. Um and uh bailey's like oh it's oh it's okay i mean uh i i thought i could trust you and clearly i can't but it's okay uh it's this is a pretty funny conversation um and uh it's it's mostly just like uh christmas being like oh i just feel so bad and bailey like comforting her while also like uh getting jabs in um and as as Bailey's leaving, she's like, uh, "Well, I'm glad that I could like make you feel better. You're you're a little upset, Christmas." And she's like, "Oh no, so you don't you don't apologize." She's like, "No, you were upset." And she leaves. <laughs> it was it was beautiful because when when Christmas starts crying, I was like, "Well, why is Christmas crying? Why is Bailey the one that's now comforting her?" But Bailey's just subtle little jabs is like, "Oh, I've definitely done this kind of thing before, where you're just like so upset that the other person is mad." Like, why are you mad? Let me just be as subtle as possible and maybe not so subtle at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so that's going on. Uh, Kevin is concerned that if if Bailey is just lying over and dying, that uh, that they're going to end up wanting to keep Bailey uh, and, and get rid of Day. Um, so I think that's his motivation in this next conversation. When Bailey is talking to Kevin, she's like, I just want to go home. Um, he's like, no fights 
don't lay over and die. Um, he's like, you got it. You got to fight to be here. Like, what would Swaggy tell you, Bailey? And she was like, Swaggy's probably saying, come home. That's what he's saying. He told uh, me never to come here in the first place. Yeah, he didn't want me to come. Uh, Swaggy, I guarantee you, is saying right now, come home, Bailey. Uh, that's exactly what he's saying on Twitter. She knows She's her man. Correct. Yes, they <laughs> yeah. they know each other. Yes. Uh, they know each other. Um, so that's kind of where where Bailey's head is at. Um, she's uh, she's like uh, already kind of ready to to leave, and um, she kind of uh, is feeling like uh, like screw Tyler on the way out uh, a, a bit here. Yeah. Oh man, the conversations between her and Kevin are uh, are just interesting because you know kevin is like trying to work with her but she's just so upset with like they just don't vibe they just don't mesh we've been talking about this for a while now but now that bailey is up on the block uh is particularly feeling lots of types of ways she's just gonna let kevin have it oh and there was one moment where kevin was talking about himself for something and bailey was just like what what? You've been talking about yourself for five minutes now i'm the one who's up on the block so can we get back to what's more important here yeah um it's this kevin kevin and bailey just cannot no get on the same page it just can't happen um so uh so nicole is gonna go to cody and fill him in uh, as i talked about she's gonna rat uh danny out here fill him in on everything that's happening there um cody is like uh oh my god i knew this was gonna happen this is exactly what cody was worried about uh why he was so annoyed at tyler last week that tyler implicated him by saying he knew about the plan to bailey and dave on that now he is a part of this and Danny is annoyed that Cody hasn't told him about it. Like, why would I tell him everything? Why wouldn't he tell me about this ahead of time? Now she doesn't trust him as much. Um, and he's like, Oh my God. Um, so, uh, so, but, uh, Nicole tells him this and he's like this, I mean, oh, Danny is not, he, he's fully anti Danny in this situation. He told Tyler earlier that like, like uh he's in the same he's in the same boat as Tyler uh he he needs to protect Tyler uh I mean he's telling this to Tyler but I, it does come across a little bit in this Nicole conversation that he is kind of uh it, it's important to protect the the boys the triple threat in this in this situation and so um he is uh he's trying to to control the situation he uh reaffirms like his final two with Nicole and how they're uh they're definitely you know taking each other to the end like oh I'll take you even if I I knew I was going to lose to Derek, so I'm definitely going to take you anyway. Um, I'd be happy to lose to you, Cody. <laughs> that <laughs> kind of stuff. Uh, one other one other thing to note about the uh, Danny Cody relationship is that while you know Bailey says, "Oh, I had three sources," she talks about the other ones. I think being Ian and Kaser and Tyler, and then both Davon and Bailey in their conversations with Danny say, "Oh, Cody was defending you." Cody was defending you. So I think that this helps Danny feel at least a little bit better about the Cody relationship, although Cody doesn't feel the same way about Danny. Yes. Um, a little weird, too, that because uh, because I mean, Cody was well played by Cody, I think, because he was doing that in part for this result right that mm -hmm. like that if that he might have a little bit of credibility with danny if this gets out if he pushes back a little bit um and that's basically exactly what happened it also helped him that uh that bailey and davon are so 
tunnel visioned on Tyler. Um, where uh, they they are so mad at him that I think they don't want anybody else to get in trouble or take any heat. They don't want anybody. They don't want the shot to miss on Tyler and hit Cody or Enzo or somebody. They want it to hit Tyler. So they're they're trying to get make sure everything is on him. But they should have been okay with it hitting on Cody. I was like, you guys should take this, especially when Danny straight up says, "Was it Enzo and Cody?" Were, you know, were they the other sources? She's clearly articulating to you that she's suspicious of those three boys. Why would you not want to, hey, plant the seed? I know Danny's the gardener. Exactly, exactly. Especially because, like, the, the pro- it's the same mistake that Danny made telling Bailey, Tyler will never put you up. It's mm-hmm. giving giving people, uh, two other people, a chance to bond together. Um, Danny was suspicious of Cody, but uh day kind of uh gives him a pass and that allows for danny to later come to cody and reconcile um which is terrible for davon uh it would have been fantastic if danny had been forced out of this and that if she didn't trust cody enough to go back to him and if she had said, yeah, Cody was fully on board. Um, in fact, Cody was probably the one who tasked Tyler to do it in the first place um, because that's what he was doing. Like, this is an entirely different game because Danny, I don't think, would have been able to reconcile with Cody after that. And that puts Davon in a much better position, even if Bailey gets uh, gets evicted this week. Oh, my gosh. When you brought up, I can't remember when it was, but it was the the concept of oh, I am telling you this person is a threat because of X, Y, or Z. Something unrelated to the person that they're talking to. Just like, oh yeah, Kaser is a threat in general because he's a smart player versus Kaser is a threat because he's going after you. I now notice it everywhere, Taryn. It is everywhere in this house. It is just like, oh yeah, so-and-so is a problem. And it's like, but why are they a problem for you? Like, even with the pitch to Christmas, it was like, Tyler is pitting Bay and me against each other. What does that have to do with Christmas? Shouldn't it be like he's pitting the the women against it? Like somehow wrap Christmas in so that I I know she's in Tyler's back pocket, but still something that makes it feel like, oh, this is an issue for me. So when you are defending Cody to Danny, then Cody is may still be a problem for you, Davon, or you, Bailey, later on. But it's now not going to be a problem for Danny. So why would Danny ever come after? Ugh, missed opportunity for sure. Yes, yes, definitely. So, uh, so that's uh, Nicole and Cody have that conversation. Um, Cody is then going to knowing that Danny knows everything, um, prod at Danny, uh, throughout the day, like, Hey, you're avoiding me. Um, like what's going on? I'm not avoiding you. Um, and, uh, and he keeps going until very late into the night. Um, she finally says like, look, did you say that you would vote me out? Like, He's like, no, never. Uh, I uh, like I was told that you were a part of this thing. Like I was not in the room when that happened. I mean, I was not. I'm not a part of any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's> just, 
back a little bit. <laughs> um, but, but basically, they uh, they uh, he he denies it. They they uh, he says that like look like it, what Tyler was doing was Tyler's business. Um, I I was not on board, um, and uh, I I never said that I was uh, that I agreed to it at all. You know, I'm I'm sorry if there was information I didn't tell you, uh, Danny. Seems to seems to be on board with this. Uh, she even tells him that she has a power. Um, she tells him that Nicole knows about it. Um, I think that she in part recognizes that she's kind of screwed in this game if she doesn't have Cody, which she is. And I still think she probably doesn't. But uh, she's trying to get back in here. Um, I suspect that she still harbors a little bit of uh, you know mistrust here with Cody, but um, they they are able to reconcile here at the end of the night Mm -hmm. yeah and this was like the last conversation everybody else is in bed except for ian who like gets up and wanders around for a little bit um and eventually goes goes back to bed uh and and i think that this is danny at the end of the night sort of the sobering up type moment of like crap (laughs) you know this is my situation uh this is who i'm kind of stuck with this cody relationship is something that's really important because cody had been kind of joking with her earlier about like oh do you have the power do you have the power so to see her really like come clean with him at the end of the night was was interesting Mm -hmm. so um that's uh that's a decent amount of what was going on here um david is still just kind of like uh hanging out in the house um you know, did you i like miss part of it but he was he was holding his microphone he was like laying down enzo is sleeping in the same room and he decides to do like camera talk time it was very oh david he's a jedi <laughs> jedi jedi david in what way he did you see him the other day he had the hood oh. uh and <laughs> and the lightsaber Yes. And like when he puts the glasses on too, somehow yeah. also fits. Yes. He is also a person who is in this house. He is. Um, Memphis is also still just kicking around. <laughs> yeah. Memphis. Oh my gosh. Just like complaining about his bag being like out of the POV. Like I can't even tomorrow. My back hurts. Like I don't want to do it. Um, apparently in the basement competition, there was some such, some type of goo or mm-hmm. goop um that nicole maybe lost her pants in yes uh we'll, we'll see um memphis is like i'm not doing the goo <laughs> i'm like not i just can't handle this um he's snapping at people he's saying man conversations have really dumbed down cody's like but he only talks to me mm-hmm. uh old gramps yeah um ian is just still struggling to i think even stay in the game uh we've got enzo just kind of chilling like i said tyler was very quiet throughout the day as his game uh starts to to blow up around him um although uh you know we'll, we'll see where that goes um but that's that's basically what's happening here in terms of the plan for uh for the week um christmas she put up Bay and Day. The target remains on Bailey. Uh, if one of Bailey or Devon win the veto, 
Christmas has mentioned something like a Kevin as a replacement nominee. I, that feels weird to me because she has a relationship with Kevin, um, but she may feel like putting David up might be too risky it, that David might go home. But I would expect I would have expected David to be the replacement. Um, so we'll we'll just see what depends on uh, on, I think, you know, what who she talks to and what Tyler wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so that's kind of the plan. But uh, basically, the one of Bailey or Devon is very likely going home, probably Bailey, unless she wins the veto. Uh, we don't yet know how Tyler will react to the information that Danny was trying to get him backdoored, um, which comes along with the information that that Devon and Bailey ratted him out. So I'm not sure. Like I said, I talked about this yesterday. The dilemma for Bailey and Devon, do they rat Tyler out or do they hope that he gets a Danny backdoor in play? Um, they have now ratted him out and it's it's an attempt to force his hand. Now he has to get Danny backdoored. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think, like I said, I think this was the riskier play, the one that had a, a smaller chance of working. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how uh, how we react. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, if we had this much gameplay in one day, who knows what could happen over the next couple of days, especially with the veto competition today, depending on how that shakes out, there could still be some movement. Yes. All right. Anything else, Liana? <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. Thanks, Taryn. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully you're you're mostly caught up here. There will be a roundtable tonight. Uh, again, like uh, that is uh, a place where we will have a little bit more space to talk about some more of the uh, the issues that we're seeing in the house right now. Um, but hopefully you're, uh, you're at least a little bit caught up on the situation from here. Um, so tune in tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern for the Saturday night roundtable. We'll also discuss the legacy uh, legacies of the players. I will be tweeting out the survey on Twitter at Armstrong. Taryn um, uh, so you can uh, you can you can uh, go there and determine where these people are uh, in their legacies um, and uh, I will of course be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 22 live feeds uh, Liana what are you up to you can find me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. We are wrapping up Canada's Drag Race. Uh, we have one more episode we're going to be talking about this weekend, the finale. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, I talked with uh, the new Phil Thompson, the new Phil T, and special guest Rob Sesternino drops by the RHAP B&B uh, to go through a lot of really, really fun things. So Mike Bloom and I had a blast with those two. So definitely check that out. Uh, you can again find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. I also talked a lot about what was going on yesterday on Twitch uh, yesterday. So uh, you can find some more uh, detailed thoughts there as well if you're interested. So uh, thank you again for joining me here today. I'll see you next time. <laughs>